Good morning. Um, today I'm just gonna jump into it. Um, have you ever just prayed about something and you didn't see it come to pass? Like you fasted, you prayed, when you went on your knees, you just felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And you just knew that God heard you. And you just knew that he was going to grant the answer to your prayer. But when you look around and you go on about your days, you just see that nothing is happening for you. I have the answer for you today. James 4, 3 says... You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. I'm going to go on to verse number four. Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that the friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the Lord, oh, excuse me, whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy to God. So your your answer has not come yet because you don't have the right heart for what you're praying for. You want that new car, not so you can get a new form of transportation to go to church and do the will of God, but you want that new car so you can flex on the people that have been talking about you. You want that new house, not so you can hold Bible study in it, not so you can praise the Lord in it, not for anything that would glorify God, but you want that new house so, again, you can flex on everybody. So people can talk about how pretty your house is or how big your house is or how nice of a neighborhood you live in. Your heart is wrong for the thing that you're praying for God's not going to bless it because anything that satisfies your flesh satisfies the enemy because the enemy will begin to encompass pride and um, deceit, you know, negative energy. When you come to God and ask for something, you kind of have to make yourself humble. A lot of times, we're just natural, bred, selfish people. Like, subconsciously, we are selfish people. Subconsciously, we want what we want, when we want it, and we don't care how we get it. We all have done it. I have done it. We've gone to God and just think we can just rub on the genie lamp and he's just going to answer our prayers. That is not true. We have to have the heart for what we're praying for. We have to position our hearts towards God and not towards man. Because a lot of times we don't want things for God. We want things for ourselves and for other people. And when I say you want things for other people, you want things so people can see you. You want that jet so people can see you in it. Not to testify how God got you that jet. Because most times we get stuff and we don't even give God the glory for it. We just go on about our business like we did that. Like we got us the job. Like we made that happen. And God wants us to return back to him in all things that we do.
you're experiencing the turmoil because God is trying to do something with you and your flesh and just your pride and everything will not position towards him. You're not going to see abundance if you keep living in poverty. And when I say poverty, I don't just mean like, you know, the projects or, you know, a place of living. I mean, just your mental state, your physical state. What are you doing that's positioning yourself towards God? Like you may not see your prayer answered yet, but what are you doing in preparation of that? Are you complaining? Are you murmuring? Are you losing faith? Are you losing trust in God? Or are you building yourself up, building up your skill, building up what you know God gave you, building up that passion, investing in yourself? Not, you know, some you, some people don't have money to invest in a class or invest in something, but YouTube is free. Ebooks, some ebooks are free. You know, like, what are you doing to invest in yourself? Think of God as an investor if you go pitch an idea to say sally's beauty for example and they don't see the vision behind it they don't know how it's going to benefit them any they're not going to give you money they're not going to back you up in marketing they're not going to be behind your project because they don't see the vision and how it benefits them as well. You don't go into an investment relationship just only thinking about yourself. God is the same way. He is not going to bless your mess. And if your vision does not align with his vision, he is not going to bless it. You will not see the fruit of that thing. I'm sorry. You're just not. So... I'm not here to come at you in any type of way. I'm really just here to give you something to think about, give you just a new perspective on how you're doing things and why you're not seeing the fruit or the answer to your prayer. Position your heart towards God. Really fall on your knees or fall on your face and be humble because God resists the proud. Here, let me see if I can go to I think it's in James he gives grace to the humble but resists the proud I believe yep James 4 6 oh I was I was spot on God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble position yourself towards him in humility submit to him in what he's already telling you to do because a lot of times we're not seeing you know the answer to our prayers because we're not even being obedient to what he told us to do what is the last thing that God told you to do what is the who's the last person he told you to talk to what is the last relationship he told you to um to fix we don't even want to do what God tells us to do but we want him to jump when we say jump God, I need you to jump. You just expect him to say, how high? The relationship with God doesn't just benefit you. It benefits him as well. God really just wants everyone to just his people, his children to come back to him. That's all. Like the story of Jonah. God told him to go give a word to the people of Nineveh. And Jonah refused to do so because of how Jonah felt about the people of Nineveh. He decided to be disobedient 
because he didn't feel like doing something or he didn't see why he should do it or he just didn't want to. So do you think God blessed Jonah? There was turmoil all around Jonah until he finally submit to God. God just wants your submission. He's never going to lead you in the wrong way. I think about my daughter, how sometimes I'll pick her up while she's watching her show because I have to change her diaper and she gets, oh my gosh, she throws such a fit because I interrupted her watching her show. But I know the plans that I have for your life, says the Lord. They are plans meant for good and not evil to prosper you and not to harm you. When I pick up my daughter to change her diaper, I'm changing her diaper because I know I know. I know what I'm doing. She doesn't. So she thinks that I'm just removing her from her situation. But I am, you know, changing her diaper. I am moving her to better. Sometimes we think God can pick us up from a situation, but he's taking us somewhere better. I'm taking my child to change her diaper so she don't get diaper rash. I am doing something to position her, I guess, in a spiritual sense for greater. I am doing something that would, for her, that would prevent harm to her because diaper rashes are painful. I don't want my child to get a diaper rash. So I remove her from what she, you know, from what she's doing to change her diaper. God is the same way. Sometimes he'll take you from something or take something from you, not so that it would harm you, but because he knows it's not good for you. He knows that there's better for you. He just wants you to move differently. So when God does that, do not get cold hearted. Do not let the crustaceans build upon your heart. Kind of just, if you need to just go, God, why? It is okay. It's not okay to question God, I guess, but it's okay to just be humble and saying, God, what are you doing? Not so much as why me? What are you doing in this season for me? What is it? Position yourself differently. Like change your word and change your verbiage towards God. Not God, why me? God, what is going on? What are you doing with me? What is it that you you want me to do since you've done this to me? Or since you've done this for me. And sometimes he will put you in a corner so that you will see that it's him that you need. He'll back you into a corner until you realize, until you see him and realize what he is doing for you. And that he is the only one at the end of the day who is there for you. People can't do for you. Man can't do for you. This job can't really do nothing for you without God. What can wash? What can wash my sins away? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. I think I'm going to end it right there. You guys have a blessed day. I just wanted to stop by. I love you all. Bye. Bye.